Welcome to Let Go Lean In, a podcast of resources for your journey of transformation. What kind of transformation? The wholehearted kind, personal, professional, and spiritual. Each week, you'll hear different transforming practices to help you on your journey of becoming more fully you. We'll hear from others about their own journeys, learning to let go of habits and patterns that no longer serve them, and how they're practicing leaning forward to the wise woman God has designed. I'll occasionally include a book recommendation because, well, that's part of how I'm wired. I love ideas and encouraging others to learn and grow. Thanks for being here. Well, welcome, my dear listeners, to another episode of Let Go Lean In podcast. And today I have a great privilege of welcoming back one of my earlier guests, Hillary Bennett. Welcome, Hillary. Oh my gosh, I'm just so excited to be back again with you, Lisa. And I to be spending time with you. That's it's just so fun. And What's going to be really great is that it's not like just a repeat of our previous conversation because there have been things going on in your life. So before we get there, let me go ahead and read how you are showing up in the world now so that my listeners can kind of uh, catch up with who you are and what you're about. So here we go. Hillary is a mental health coach helping Christian entrepreneurs make a kingdom impact and build wealth with God as their CEO. Amen. That is fabulous. And if you haven't already connected with a bunch of different people, I've been thinking about women that I know that are doing this kind of work as well. I'll uh, send you some some folks to gather around in your tribe because this is a much needed emphasis. And I just want to hear, I mean, from when you were identifying yourself as a mompreneur way back in episode 47, I love that phrase anyway, but here you are now with a very, very, very different focus, not different, but more specific, I guess is what I want to say. So here to there, I mean, what's what's been happening? Yeah, um, it has been quite a journey and it's been a pretty painful one. If I'll just be completely honest with all of you um, and I'll just tell your listeners, I'm an open book, usually the oversharer. So here we go together. Um, <laughs> the last year or so has been what I'm calling a season of pruning mm. and I'm still in it. I'll say I'm still in it, um, but now I have the incredible gift of hindsight. Uh, and so it's a little bit less painful now. <clears throat> um, but where that has led me is truly understanding that not only do I want God at the center of my life, and that includes the center of my business, mm. but I never actually had him there. And so I have finally now through this pruning got to the place, you know, you ask like, what happened between then and now? that's the that's the title that's the main thought is i've been made aware that i did not have god where he belonged and i have been moves to put him at the center of my life at the center of my marriage of my parenting of my friendships and mm. you know what you and the rest of the world will see from what i'm putting out there at the center of my business yeah 
Yeah. Well, to that end, I just today, because I have been following you and I've been loving reading the shifts and the honesty because, and it hasn't been oversharing by the way, in what you're putting out into the world. So, and, and to that end, what, what I have seen, because I read before and I'm reading now, you have gotten very clear that God is at the heart and center of the work that you are bringing into the world. And and it happens to us at different times and in different seasons and different ways. But that pruning, and you and I've talked about this before, that pruning is so essential. Yes. And yet, like you said, it's painful. And yeah. it, I'm just curious if you can think of a time you know, as you look back, because this is, this is how we know that there's been growth. Was there a time earlier where you felt the invitation of God to adjust within your business that you ignored? Oh, yes. I, you know this already, but I'll tell all of your listeners, I am very stubborn and have started to thank God on the daily for his persistence and Mm -hmm. patience. Um, I think because of that stubbornness and not my unwillingness to listen and be obedient, but the amount of time it takes me to move through the listening into choosing obedience, um, it required that pruning to make it more and more clear that that is what I wanted and needed. Um, I was in a position in which I had such a full and rich life. And I say that to the extent of like, I remember driving from my home. I don't remember where I was going, but we have uh, the road right outside of my cul-de-sac. We call the roller coaster hills because they are just what you would think, like a snake up and down, up and oh, down. Yeah. I'm driving south on the roller coaster hill and thinking my life is so good right now. I know that it's going to change. And so I'm just going to take a moment to soak it in and be grateful because this is not forever. You know, um, this Mm. isn't. And boy, was I right. Mm. It was easy, but it wasn't God centered. And so I was in a place in which I had incredible, beautiful, strong friendships. I gained confidence from these women. I gained trust companionship, love, a place to be fully supported. Um, I had what I thought was an incredible rock marriage that was romantic, loving, French, you know, based in friendship, so good. Um, and I had a successful business. Uh, there wasn't one thing that I really wasn't enjoying. I felt healthy, which um, <laughs> is such a blessing as well. And because everything was so wonderful, I did not lean on the Lord. I didn't mm-hmm. invite him in because I was good on my own. And I will say I I was Christian. I was want like I said, I wanted God at the center. I was asking him for that, but I wasn't living into it. Um, because I believe it's absolutely possible for you to have all of those things in your life going well and still first and fully lean on the Lord. That is absolutely possible. I did not do that. Mm -hmm. And so God heard my pleas 
of, I want you at the center. I have you at the center. And he thought, well, I'm so glad. Well, I don't know what he thought. I assume <laughs> he thought, I hear that you want me at the center, but did you know that you don't have me at the center? Mm-hmm. And so one by one, these pillars that were acting as the foundation of my happiness crumbled. Um, the, the friendship with these two women that was so beautiful uh, is no longer, unfortunately. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. One of the ladies, maybe not. Sorry. Well, yeah, no, I'm sorry. And I'm sad about it because these women are wonderful, beautiful women. They did nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with them. Um, but there was some brokenness in one relationship. Um, and then just some challenges in another one. And it made it, you know, so that it wasn't a healthy space to continue in, Mm -hmm. um, man. And I know, I I love the opportunity to speak to wise women because I say things like that and I know you've gone through it. (laughs) Yeah. Not even all that long ago, unfortunately. Thank you. Pandemic and politics. Whether you thoughtfully are ending a friendship or it feels more violent than that. And, um, it's, that is one of the most painful things, mm-hmm. a painful experience. So, so anyhow, that happened. Um, my marriage fell apart. I am still married, but there were some lies hidden um, in our marriage that were uncovered. Um, and we're working hard and diligently to grow trust and mm-hmm. affection for one another again. Um, but that best friend that I thought I knew in and out was keeping things from me. Um, And so that, you know, that pillar of the foundation crumbled. Uh, My health, I struggle with some autoimmune disorders and they um, probably because of the stress of some of the other things that were going on. Oh boy, that health pillar crumbled and the autoimmune disorder started to really engage um, and become a daily issue in my life. Mm. And because of these things, you know, um, I was experiencing anxiety, I was experiencing depression, I was exhausted and not feeling healthy. And therefore, I didn't have anything to pour into my business, my business was just taking from me. And so this beautiful, fruitful, enjoyable thing in my life became such a drain that I had to step away. Because it was being it was to that point where it was detrimental to my physical health. Oh, yeah. Um, And so in a relatively short period of time, I went from the highest of highs to a very low low. Um, And now I have that hindsight, like I mentioned before, of seeing the why behind it, Mm. um, because all I had left was God. Um, And he had, and I, there was so much revelation that he gave to me about how my mindset and my approach was off in each of those areas that I now, he is now encouraging me to step back into business, to step back into friendship relationships, to start building back my marriage with him at the center and with more of a godly mindset as opposed to a worldly mindset. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, it is. I'm so grateful and it's making uh, such a difference for me. Oh, a, a hard, hard season, Mm -hmm. but I've, I felt like 
as I was listening, I was kind of holding my breath as you were telling the story. But when you said all that was left was God at the center, I exhaled. Mm. And, and I just imagine that was kind of like what you experienced because when it's like uh, Matt Redmond's song, when all gets stripped away and I simply come, right? That's, that's what this is about. It's like all of the pillars that we establish. And I include myself in this because you're right. I have gone through these things. I've gone through that uh, revealing of things being hidden within my marriage. I've gone through uh, friendship breakups that are gut-wrenching because they've been years in the investment and, you know, the thinking that it's a two-way street and find out not so much. And yeah, it, and it's just like that too. And, and to be able to have everything removed and recognize there is God at the center. What what was that feeling like? I talked about exhaling as I heard your story, but were you, I mean, it's a mixture of things I can imagine that, that when you became aware that, okay, here I am, God, you and me. Yeah. I mean, for a while I was really mad. <laughs> I was really, really mad and angry. I was like, come on, come on, dude. I have been following you. I have been obedient there. And that is not, um, that is not me not being honest with myself. There Mm -hmm. were big moments of obedience in my journey, big, scary ones where I took a leap and I thought this is never going to work out unless God is in this. Um, And I took those leaps. And so I was like, come on now. I have done the big scary things because you told me to do it. And this is what I get from it. Like, why do you, why am I going to want to hang out with you anymore? If this is how you treat me, these kinds of conversations where I was just mad. Um, So there was a lot of that. And there was a lot of pity parties. There was a lot of that. Uh, So I don't want to gloss that over uh, at all. Thank you for not glossing that over because so many people kind of like skirt that away because of a theology that they believe that if they confess that they were angry at God, something bad is going to happen to somebody they love or whatever. That is not reality. Well, yeah. And let me say that scripture's full of people being angry at God and him blessing them. God still loves me today and is blessing me every day, even though I railed against him pretty constantly for weeks on end. Mm -hmm. And I will say that anger, that bitterness, that resentment, that was one of the reasons why these friendships failed. It was not because of Mm -hmm. the other person. It was, you know, I had my hand in the breakdown of these relationships. I had my hand in the breakdown of my health. It's not like God was just up there going wah ha 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 and making all of this bad stuff happen. I was completely complicit mm. in it. Um, so, you know, those are the two things that I want to be completely upfront and honest about because I want no one walking away from listening to this podcast thinking that I am better than them, more equipped than them wiser, any of those things, because I am absolutely not at all. Um, So you asked, you know, 
what was that feeling when I realized that God was at the center? And for me, it was hope. Mm. I felt so hopeless Mm. from October, 2020 until I think maybe the middle of January of this year. So we're talking Mm. two months ago. This is really new that I went from despair, hopelessness to hope. And what I realized is that transition that you can be in the same exact circumstances, absolute despair, you know, one of those situations in which people look at you and feel grateful for their lives. Right. right. <laughs> yes. And you're there to encourage others and how good things are going for them. Yeah. 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 Been there. That's been there. No. But um, without hope, I don't even want to go there of what that can look like. Mm. Without hope, mm. that is the darkest, deepest, scariest place. And that's a place where really bad things happen at our hands. Um, with hope, you can be in the exact same circumstances. Nothing will have changed. The only change is that you have hope and you're able to get out of bed in the morning. You're able to pour out love onto the people around you. You're able to receive, maybe it's just a little bit, but you're able to pour out, you're able to receive. And that hope is the change, the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that hope came from God. And yeah. so, yeah. Oh, I love that. And, and it is an awareness, right? The, you've talked, we've talked as coaches about mindset and, and God uses our intelligences that he gave us, our head center, our body and our heart, the, the ways that, you know, we've, we've touched on the Enneagram before, but that idea that our mindset can be toward God or Mm -hmm. can be toward self and can be changed. And so the difference between having no hope, hopelessness, and having hope is also a mindset. Because you have the choice. That's, I think that's our free will. We have the choice in there to look and focus on hopelessness or look and focus on hope. Yeah. Yeah, I think we do have the choice. And I was definitely in a place where I didn't feel like I did. I didn't mm-hmm. know how to access it. Um, I'll read really quick from Romans 12 too. Uh, mm-hmm. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Yes. That God is calling us to grow and to mature our mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, and I think because of my background as a coach and that, that that verse right there is kind of the whole reason why I do what I do and the yeah. whole reason why the profession of coaching even exists. Yep. Um, and so that helped by, because it was just kind of part of my process. Um, you know, I work as a mental health coach for a larger corporation and so, continuing education is part of the requirements. I'm an ICF certified coach. Continuing education is a requirement for me to maintain my certification. And I was seeking the Lord. And so all of these things kind of forced me into a place in which I was growing and Mm -hmm. that growth made all the difference. Um, And he calls us to it. He calls to it. And so even though he also calls us to rest Um, And he calls us to, you know, lay our burdens at his feet and things like that. He calls us to grow. Yep. Yep. 
My favorite quote of Christine Kane's is living things grow and growing things change. And, Mm -hmm. and so change is inevitable and to surrender ourselves to the invitation that God gives us, that surrender is the first step of obedience, right? We, we make less of ourselves and acknowledge there's more of him and lean in his direction. And instead of, you know, as a stubborn, you were talking about, I've always seen myself kind of as the digging in my heels and leaning away from God in different seasons of my life, instead of surrendering and leaning in toward him. Mm -hmm. And I just love that shift and the awareness and the tools Mm -hmm. that you've been able to employ for yourself, but that you share with your clients. And, and I'm always a, a big fan of hearing a, like a takeaway kind of thing. Is there one particular, um, you know, teacher that you've listened to or book that was transformative or, or a thing that you can say, you know, this has really helped me and I continue to come back to this. In, in addition to reading scripture, which I'm grateful that you brought, I love Romans 12 and, and the whole chapter, but listening to one and two is always an encouraging, you know, place for me because by the mercy of God, this is all happening. That's where it starts right at the beginning yes. of Romans 12, one, right. And, and we can gloss over that and just see this to-do list of what we are responsible for. And it's like, no, no, no. By the mercies of God, this is going to change. And and so then we can be grateful, right? But back to my question, is there is there a thing, a, a practice that you have or music yeah. you listen to? I mean, I mean yes, yes to all. Um, I will talk about one specific thing that has been the most life-changing experience I've had recently, other than scripture and going to church and being in community with other Christians, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I do want to highlight something that I read today, and I'm quite sure that I read it just for our conversation. No, not just for our conversation. It would have blessed me even if I was all by myself. But right, right. So last year, I listened to the entire Bible in the year cover to cover. Oh. A podcast called Bible in the, in the Year with Father Mike. Oh, I forget his last name. I am not Catholic. He is Catholic. It did not matter. So for my non-Catholic friends out there who are wanting to lean into the word, but don't want to sit and read it, I highly recommend. Um, This year, I'm trying to now read it. So I got to listen to it. Now I'm going to read it with my eyeballs. Uh, And it's a different experience for sure. But today um, I'm still in Genesis. I'm a little bit behind, not going to lie. And what I was reading today about how Jacob wrestled with the Lord. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And the Lord twisted his hip, like dislocated his hip. And, and as I'm reading scripture, I like to Google, like, what does this mean? Um, what are other uh, translations? Like I just, yeah. especially Old Testament, but even New Testament, I'm like, I don't get it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so often. Yeah. Yeah. So I Googled like, okay, why did he dislocate his hip? That seems like a pretty kind of mean thing to do. And I don't, and my God's not mean. So help, help me. And, um, what I read was a theologian was saying, uh, Jacob had manipulated all of his life for his benefit and God mm-hmm. blessed him. You know, he, he manipulated getting his father's blessing instead of his yeah. older brother 
there by putting on the hairy stuff because Esau was hairy, which I think is so funny. I know, um, I know. It's such a picture, huh? Yeah. He manipulated uh, his father-in-law by, you know, marrying uh, or asking for Rachel, even though dad wanted him to have Leah, that whole thing, right? Like right. he's doing this the whole time. And even as he's, you know, leaving his father-in-law, he manipulates how the black sheep are actually the healthiest sheep. So he's doing all of these things to like, quote unquote, do the right thing, but he's kind of sneaky about it. Oh yeah. Really self-reliant. He's really smart. He's a feisty guy and he's making it happen for himself. And I think, does that sound familiar? Mm. Is that like American culture, Western culture? Is that what we are told as entrepreneurs to like hustle and make it work and never take a no? So then God gave him a limp so that he could recognize that he needed to lean on God first. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, so this is a complete like comparison, a complete analogy for my experience. I use the word pruning. God gave me a limp. Mm -hmm. The whole year we were wrestling, Mm -hmm. he gave me a limp. And now because of that limp, I turned towards the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow. I know that that wasn't exactly on topic, but, uh, you know, you were asking like, what has really helped me moments like that, where I'm able to see, oh, this was for my good. You know, mm-hmm. he had my best interest at heart. He knew that I was trying to quote unquote win. And for the listeners, I keep using air quotes. And of course you can't see that. Um, well, you know, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I keep trying to win and what God wants yeah. is to be the center and then he will bless. He will bless. Um, The one thing most recently that has absolutely changed my life in such a way that now I am a willing participant in the pruning that is happening as opposed Mm -hmm. to resisting and mourning the pruning that is happening. Mm -hmm. And that's quite a different posture. And that posture means that instead of being sad and mad, I am hopeful and expectant. Mm -hmm. Uh, it is oh huge shift and we talk about mindset like that mindset means that I can be happy and hopeful as opposed to sad I mean like it's just so big Um, and nothing has changed about my circumstances like let's be clear the circumstances haven't changed but my mindset has Mm. Um, and that is a training called Radiant Leadership Academy oh and it's a 16-week course I suppose call it a course Um, to help women step in to life as the leaders that God created them to be. Mm. And speaking directly to your audience, people who are in kind of that second phase of life, you all need to step into your role as a leader. Mm. You don't lead me. I'm, I'm at middle age. I'm days away from 40, but if you don't step into your leadership to lead people like me, uh, my heart is broken at the mere thought of that. Mm -hmm. I need you to step into your leadership and all of the other people like me need that too. Um, And so anyway, that I digress on that, but it has been the most incredible experience. I have understood that I am called to lead and anyone or anything that says otherwise that is a lie Mm, and how to tap into that 
how to tap into that in a really godly way. Yes. And and again, being able to keep that posture of a willing participant in the pruning um, so that I can become more and more like Jesus and I can pour out from a full cup. Um, it has just inspired me and brought me so much. I can't really tell. It's so hard to describe. And Lisa, I need to be able to put it into words so I can tell people about it. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I would say you're still in the messy middle, which is oh, why, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's not the, the clarity in expression. Although even having a, a clarity of this is who you are and what you're offering, that's a big piece of it. But how to express what you're still experiencing in real time is is i think impossible we can give little nuggets of this is kind of what it's like and and that's why for me i've always been and we talked about this offline but i've always been a process coach not a results coach because to me we get literally enough light for the next step mm-hmm. and so to, to that end this is where I'm at right now I can tell you the ground I've covered and this is what I see as as what lies ahead as yeah. as far as I've given been given light to see and and that's enough honestly yeah. Uh, you know, for, for all of the grind culture to, to say that, you know, you just keep after it and keep after it. That's not the pattern as you continue to read into the old Testament. It's not the pattern that's been established for thousands of years. We need to work. We need to rest. Mm -hmm. We need to ultimately rely on God. That's really the starting place. The work that we're given, we rely on God. The energy that we need, we rely on God. But we don't see it that way in our culture. If it's meant to be, it's up to me, right? Yeah. And, oh. and that's that's not true. And it will come to a sad end, whether it's your health, your marriage, your family, your, you know, your friendships, it yeah. will come to a sad end and you've experienced that. And, and I would, I would say so much as, you know, you're just turning 40, but 40 for me to 50 was a decade of incredible growth and productivity, incredible release of things that I had been carrying, but then 50 to 60 has also been more of that in a different way. So I I would say you still have a lot of growing and changing ahead of you. I sure do. And that, but that is exactly why I want to encourage your listeners to step into their roles as leaders. Yes. Because what gifts you have to bestow on the rest of us. So I say that selfishly, but also really encourage you that, you know, we call them gifts. What is a gift? God has given you this present of your unique skills and abilities and using it honors and glorifies him. Not using it would be the opposite of that. And we don't need to shame anybody here. So we won't go there. But just to be aware, yeah, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. And for you to bring that to the forefront, we all have the fingerprint of God on us and both leadership and creativity are parts of that fingerprint and it's unique. How we bear it is going to look different 
than one another and yep. anybody else. That we bear it is what you're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Radiant Leadership Academy sounds mm -hmm. absolutely like something I would have loved to come across, you know, 15 years ago. How did you find it? And and if you don't mind saying a little bit more, because I would like to put a link in yeah. our show notes to your connection specifically. So, yeah. So, um, remember when I said I'm stubborn? Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was introduced to Radiant Leadership Academy and the organization called Girl Power Alliance. Um, about a year ago, and I will say the girl stand the girl um, in that phrase is God's desire for us to have a childlike faith. Mm. So it's not necessarily indicative of their target market, um, but girl is for that childlike faith. Power is resting in the God's power, and alliance is coming together with the Holy Trinity um, to be able to follow His path. So that's where Girl Power Alliance comes from. Nice. Um, that is the overall organization. It is a Christ-centered personal, professional, and spiritual development organization that offers courses, coaching, community, live events to help you grow. Going back to Romans um, 12, 2, to help you grow. This course is just one of the over 200 modules that they have available. Wow, that's a lot of content. It is a ton of content. So this is just one. Um, and I was introduced to the whole thing about, yeah, like I said, a year ago, and I was saying, no, no, not for me, all the reasons, not enough time, not enough money. I don't, you know, I'm so exhausted. I've got too much on my plate, all the reasons, all the reasons. Um, and then finally in December of 22, so just a few months ago, again, God started saying like, okay, I do think that you have me at the center now. Let's, let's start growing again. Uh, I signed up for Radiant Leadership Academy and, oh, I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did. Yeah. That's fabulous. Now it, with over 200 modules, the, the, the breadth sounds amazing but the focus is on leadership development spiritual formation with god at the center yes wow yeah and and is it for a woman who is exploring the truth that she is a leader or is it for somebody who has entrepreneur or leader in their title what what do you think the demographic is I think both, because huh? here's what I have learned. God has created us all to be leaders. The scope of what that leadership looks like will be different. You know, for some stay at home moms, the scope of that leadership may be their home, the PTA, you know, the soccer team they coach. For mm -hmm. those who are um, an executive at a company, right? That leadership scope looks totally different. Sure. but they are still leaders. The beauty of this program is that it is such uh, divinely, it is so divinely inspired mm -hmm. that much like the Bible, um, much like worship music uh, or really, you know, gifted theologians, you can have the content and it can be absorbed and impactful in different ways for different people. 
So it's just so fabulous and that you and I, while we have some similarities, also have some stark differences, could both go through this program and gain a lot of benefit. And those benefits may be different because of who we are and what we need. Right. That's fabulous. I love it. Well, I will definitely put a link that connects you um, to the listener if they want to find out more about Radiant Leadership Academy. I, I am so happy first of all, to be able to share this with listeners, because that's the whole point of what I do is to help women see who they really are, and then to lean in toward Jesus in the way that he's made them so they can live wholeheartedly, right? That's what you're doing. You are living wholeheartedly, setting aside the things that no longer serve and leaning in toward how God's made you. And that's beautiful. And to see it and hear it um, is is such a gift as an older woman, because that is my heart, is to see women grow and change earlier than I did. That's, that's, it's like, Lord, don't have them wait so long. Help mm. them see now, not later. So it's, it's just beautiful, Hillary. Thank Thanks. you so much for sharing the journey. It has not been easy. And I really appreciate your authenticity because, you know, we can say all the church words. <laughs> Here's my air quotes. Um, and, and it won't change hearts, but hearing the real and hearing the hope at the end of the real, in the midst of the real, is what is transformative, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. So, Thank you so much for giving your time this morning and and just um, again continuing to lean into God and look for His wisdom in the midst of what you are rebuilding, mm. which is so cool. Well, thank you, and thank you for letting me come on and share my story. I think similarly, I'm looking at what I've gone through, and I think maybe by sharing my story, someone won't have to lose so much before they're willing to actually put God at the center. Yes. Possible. It was absolutely possible for me not to lose a single thing and have God be at my center, but that wasn't my story. So I hope that by sharing my story, um, I can help someone take the easy route because yeah. it was available to me. I just didn't choose it. And, and that's a beautiful opportunity for people to raise that awareness because awareness is the first step to change. And you are giving them that chance to look around and say, oh, yeah, I have felt that nudge and I've ignored it. And maybe yeah. I can avoid. Oh my gosh. You know, right? Yes. If people are listening to this and you feel like that, what Lisa just said is speaking to you, that you've been feeling that nudge, please reach out to Lisa reach out to me, reach out to someone else that God is pointing you towards and start working towards that awareness. I call it insight. Insight plus action equals change. Yes. And so starting with the insight, that is absolutely the first step. Um, and following up with action is very, very difficult, which is why we need each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's where accountability, it makes it so powerful because when you, even if you know that somebody knows, then you're going to be more likely to take that action 
and not just ignore it. So, so true, Hillary. And, and there are so many coaches out there, but right now you're listening to two and, and you know, you will know in this episode, how to reach out to Hillary and you already know how to reach out to me. So yes, don't wait to take a step toward God. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Well, again, thank you so much, Hillary. You're just a gem and I look forward to our continued interaction. And I'm going to go check out Radiant Leadership Academy. It's never too late. I'm still here. George Eliot quote is, it's never too late to be what you might have been. <laughs> so <Okay>. there it is. <laughs> All right. Let's say bye for now because maybe you'll be on in another year. Because that's where you were before. That would be lovely. Good. All right, my dear. Have a Thanks. great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Let Go Lean In podcast. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen and engage with the thoughts that come out of my head and into this microphone, as well as listening to conversations that I'm privileged to have with other amazing people who are doing great work in the world. I would really appreciate you sharing this episode or other episodes of Let Go Lean In podcast with people who you think would benefit from the information that is being shared here. Also, it's always a great help to others by liking and subscribing to the podcast so that the SEO goes up and Apple Podcast and where you listen to podcasts will show the podcast as interesting and available. So please help us out to get the word out by liking and subscribing and coming back next week. Thanks for being here.